In Mark chapters 11 and 12, we see a pretty familiar pattern playing out. Jesus, in the final week of his life before his crucifixion, is in Jerusalem, in the temple in Jerusalem, and he has person after person, group after group, coming to him, asking him questions, but in many cases, they're asking him questions, trying to trap him, trying to trip him up, trying to question his authority, to cause him to lose esteem in the eyes of the people that are hanging on his every word. So in Mark chapter 12, that's the context when a scribe, one of the religious elite, one of the scholars of their scriptures, asks him, what's the most important command? And Jesus responded to love God with your all, quoting from Deuteronomy 6, and to love your neighbor as yourself, quoting from Leviticus 19. Now, if the pattern continued to bear out, what we usually see is after Jesus gives a masterful answer like that, and normally silences his questioner, causing them to depart, often angry, wanting to try so hard to find a way to knock this guy down and failing to. But in Mark chapter 12, beginning with verse 32, we see a different answer from this particular scribe. And the scribe said to him, you are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Isn't that an interesting response that this scribe had as Jesus replied to his question so well? To acknowledge that Jesus is right. Whatever preconceived notions this man might have had about Jesus before he went to talk to him, whatever opinions he might have formed by the sorts of people that were opposing Jesus, people who he probably got along with, people who he respected, when he heard Jesus say what was true, he accepted it. He didn't look for a way to twist it. He didn't get upset because he failed to disprove Jesus. He acknowledged, no, Jesus, you're right. That was a good answer. That's how I understand the scriptures too. And because he answered that way, because he answered wisely, not letting his approach to Jesus be dictated by his agenda, by the points he thought he should prove, but truly seeking what God says is right. Jesus tells him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. With Kingdom in the Greek, as it's translated for us here in the Gospels, not just being about some place like we might think of heaven as somewhere else. Kingdom is about the reign of God. Because this scribe, this man who knew the scriptures, this man who was well-educated and trained in them, acknowledged that Jesus is right. Because he understood that what God teaches us in those scriptures, what God really wants, is for us to love him with all that we are and to love other people as we love ourselves. Jesus saw that he was not far from experiencing God's reign in his life. And the same can be true for us. When we hear Jesus speak, 
When we glimpse at those things that Jesus said and did, as we do in gospel accounts like Mark, when we acknowledge Jesus is right, that if Jesus said it, then that's going to be true. It might be difficult for us. It might be confusing for us. We might not completely understand it. But if we see what Jesus does, if we hear what Jesus says and conclude, he's right. He knows how to please God. And that moves us so that we're not far from God's kingdom. We're not far from experiencing his reign. So what do we need to get all the way there? If we acknowledge that Jesus is right, then we need to listen to him. We need to hear and obey what it is he says. We need to become his completely devoted followers. Because then if we recognize that he is right, that he is living every day of his life within God's kingdom and God's reign. If we recognize that through his death, burial, and resurrection, God has made him king, that he is the one who reigns, and we give our loyalty to him, then not only do we see that Jesus is right, as we live our lives for him, they'll become right too.